0: met people of the world people of the hearthstone world i pronounced hearthstone very phonetically um, that time because pronouncing things phonetically is a lost art i believe that phonetics proper phonetics are what make the person i'm just kidding i hate proper phonetics um, but sometimes it happens. Have you ever had that happen where you're saying a word and for some reason you just pronounce it super phonetically for some reason? Um, you know, it's just weird. And there's there's a couple words that I've always thought of. Um, the two that I always think of is the word fifth and wolf. Like the timber wolves or, you know, a wolf, an animal. It should be pronounced wolf. You know, if we're going phonetically, like the Minnesota timber wolves or a wolf. Look at that that little baby wolf and fifth it should be fifth i'll see you on the fifth day of the week my goodness phonetics it's a beautiful wednesday august 15th it has been a month since i have published a new episode and i i don't remember in my last one or not whether i gave a warning as to why that would be happening um i'm pretty sure i at least alluded to the fact that my wife and I were going to be having a baby. And we did have our baby girl on August four, August 3rd. I was going to say 4th. Someone accidentally like, said, oh, I'm so glad your baby was born August 4th. That's so great. And now that they said that, my brain is like dancing around itself. But it was the 3rd. It was the 3rd. The way I remember that is because February 2nd is my birthday. And I was like, man, if Chloe was born on August 2nd, I would be able to remember that so easy but actually remembering the third is about just as easy because I go as if it was the second and then one day passed that's how my brain works that's how I'm going to be doing it so she was born on August 3rd at 5 o'clock in the morning and she's awesome and she's um, for those of you that are parents who have had kids um, you know gone through a newborn stage and whatnot. Uh, You know that it basically consumes most of your time and your energy, which is why I haven't put out an episode in the last month. Um, I do say that. uh, That doesn't mean that I have been away from Hearthstone. Um, In the weirdest way possible, I've actually gotten deeper into Hearthstone since Chloe was born than I ever have. Um, It's really weird. And so this episode doesn't really have any kind of formatting to it. I kind of just want to talk about a lot of things that have been on my mind about Hearthstone because I've gone a month without doing an episode. So there's, I think this is going to be kind of a hodgepodge episode, a little bit of everything that has been on my mind that I haven't been able to really discuss with people. And first of all, let's talk about how I've actually gotten deeper into Hearthstone since Chloe was born. So Chloe was born, and Ashton and I kind of came up with the plan. We didn't, like, sit down and strategize. We actually, I just suggested to do it, like, I can do this, and she was okay with it, and we started it. And so basically what happened was so that we could each get a semi-normal amount of sleep you know i'm on summer break school hasn't started yet so i'm able to do this is ashton would be awake during the day with chloe while i would be sleeping for about six to seven hours of the day Um, some days it ended up being more hours because my wife is amazing and she just let me sleep more she's awesome Uh, but it basically was then i would be awake with her for a good chunk of the day you know, from afternoon into the night and then at night Ashton would sleep and I would be with Chloe all night, making sure that she's okay. Um, you know, watching her and everything like that. And, uh, honestly, some of the best time in my life, just the calmness of the night. It's been so long since I've been up through an entire night and you know, done it multiple times. I did it for about a week straight. Now I'm at the point where I'm kind of getting back into a normal schedule because school's coming up soon. But the night has such a stillness to it that it's, it's so interesting what it does to your brain. And I feel like there's a lot of good things it did and a lot of bad things as well. Like for one, changing my sleep cycle messed up my eating for a while. And I'm just now starting to get my appetite back. Um, but one pro that it did is literally night would happen. Ashton would go to bed about 9.30, 10 o'clock. I would be with Chloe from 10 in the morning till you know, 7 or 10 o'clock at night to 7 to 8 in the morning. So that's anywhere between, I'm, I'm, that's close to 10 hours. And so what we would do, we would hang out in my basement. I would be watching stuff on YouTube or Twitch. And while we were doing that, I would just be playing Hearthstone. You know saviors of old doom just came out and i don't think it's my favorite expansion of all time but it is definitely up there Um, and i'm going to get into a few reasons as to why in a few minutes here but it was so awesome and so relaxing to play hearthstone hang with my daughter and i actually ended up i didn't watch a lot of hearthstone streams which i usually do when i play hearthstone i'll watch a lot of brian kipler or trump even a little bit of creeparian. i found this guy oh, i forget what his name is um but he's he plays super mario maker 2 on youtube and he's got a really big following um he's got a beard and he's always got like a gamer hat on or a shirt like a zelda hat or a shirt or something like that and it was so entertaining i don't have a nintendo switch and so I don't have Mario Maker. And it was just so entertaining. He would always be trying to do the super hard levels. And I don't know, there's something just so uh, calming about watching someone fly through Mario levels. And not just Mario levels that are basic. These things are crazy. There's so many nuances to it. And there's moments where you have to be so precise. And the dude is so chill and he takes... Whenever he'd die, he'd just take it in stride and you know he'd move on with his life. And it was so awesome. And so I basically did this for about a week straight. So playing Hearthstone about eight to ten hours a night, honestly. Um and funny thing that happened is I found myself at rank three. Rank three is like the highest I'd ever gotten before. And I was I was just having fun. I was playing a bunch of different decks. I was playing the new Quest Rogue deck. I was playing um, a lot of Reno Mage, a lot of Reno Mage. Uh, I was trying some Paladin stuff, some Secret Hunter stuff, some Highlander Hunter, just a little bit of everything just to see kind of what sticks. And yeah, before you knew it, I was at rank three, three ranks away from Legend. And that's when I thought to myself, you know what? I have a lot of time still I think I can make the push for Legend. I've never been to Legend before. It's always been a goal of mine, but I've never had the time. You have to grind so many games in order to get to Legend, because what happens is on your way up to rank five, you can win bonus stars, which means if you get on a win streak, every win doesn't count just as one star, but as two. So you know, you space things out, you win two games in a row, it's basically as if you won four games. But once you hit rank five, the bonus stars for wins disappears. And so, you win a star, you win, you get a star. You win again, you get another star. You lose, you lose a star. You win, you get a star. You lose, you lose a star. You lose, you lose a star, and you're back to where you started. And it can be extremely frustrating. Um, And a lot of people say, that's why they've always called it the, the grind to legend. They say, once you get to rank five, you are only halfway to legend. Even though there are technically Um, 25 ranks I know there are 50 technically but 50 to 25 are only for new players regular players who are out of the new player experience have 25 to legend so going from you know low 20s to five you're only halfway because of that single star grind to legend and it is it takes a toll but what happened is I got the legend I got the legend yesterday And I I just want to share a little bit about my experience. My mind was just blown. I still can't believe it. I've been playing this game for five years. I never thought I would make Legend. And it feels so good to have gotten Legend. It was kind of that thing in the back of my head that I felt like I always needed to do because of how much I love this game. And it was that last piece of endgame that I had never completed. I've gotten 12 wins in Arena, which is the most you can get. Um, I have all the heroic card backs from all the solo adventures. So I've beaten everything except for the ladder. I've never beaten the ladder and gotten to Legend. And so what happened was I found myself at rank three playing a version of Reno Mage. So this is a Highlander deck. This is a Singleton. This is the type of stuff I always talk about. And it actually became a thing a lot of the the deck is very expensive to make. But what happened in my pack opening is I got extremely lucky. I got all the legendaries from Old Doom that were necessary for the Reno Highlander deck. I opened them. I even got a gold King Feoris. King Feoris is the 10 mana card that when you summon him, he summons a minion for each spell in your hand equal to the spell's cost. So he can generate a huge board of minions, and big minions if you're holding big spells, in an instant. And so I found myself playing Reno Mage a lot. I was having a blast, having a lot of fun, and I was ranking up. And I was pushing through rank 3. I was like, okay, is this for real? And then I got to rank 2. And rank 2 is when it really started to hit me that, oh my gosh, I can get to Legend. And that's when the pressure set in. Um, I've never felt pressure playing Hearthstone I've never felt pressure like in my life ever. It got to the point where in rank one, I actually, I was so anxious to hit the play button, anxious in a negative way, that I actually started to feel kind of physically sick. And it was awful because I knew I could win these games and I knew I could have a positive win rate so that even if I lost one or two, I'd at least win three and balance it out. Um, it's just, it's such a heavy mental game and so what had happened a couple stories here is I cruised along pretty pretty quickly it was at about eight o'clock in the morning I was in rank three and by about one o'clock five hours later I was rank one five stars one win away from legend the pressure is unlike anything I have ever felt in my entire life like literally nothing in life ever really phases me I don't get nervous I don't get upset I don't get scared that's just not me but I have never been more nervous and anxious in my entire life. And I now honestly thinking, you know, relating this to football, I love the Minnesota Vikings. What happens in the playoffs with the Vikings almost every year is we choke. Whether it's a missed field goal, whether we blow a game or whatever. And I'd always get so mad at the Vikings, but I get it now, that pressure is so intense. You know, you're a kicker, you're going for that kick that will send your team either further into the playoffs or, you know, win a Super Bowl, I can't even imagine the pressure that is on that person. To make one kick, you know you could do it, you've done it before, but you got 60,000 people screaming at you. You know there's millions of people watching on TV. You know that your team will be devastated if you lose, if you miss. And that's probably like an extreme example. I'm not saying getting to legend, being rank five, rank one five stars, one win away from legend, is the equivalent to Kicking a field goal to win a Super Bowl. But for me, that's what it felt like, honestly. And it really did help me to relate to people in sports, people that are under pressure, and then they maybe don't make it. Or maybe they do eventually, just maybe they failed a couple times and then they made it. I can definitely relate. So what happened was I was ranked one, five stars. Mage versus Mage, which I loved. Uh, You know, a wizard's duel to get into legend. Best wizard wins. I had the game sealed. I had a board full of minions, and basically I was going to kill him next turn. And what he did is he played a Puzzle Box of Yogg-Saron, spent all of his mana, and I had to cross my fingers. That's a 10 mana spell, and it does cast 10 spells with random targets. It's random spells, random targets, anything can happen. It's usually quite rare for Yogg-Saron, the Puzzle Box, to give a full board clear, as in deleting death rattles, um, reborn, all that sort of stuff. And this guy played Puzzle Box of Yaksaran. The second spell he got was Twisting Nether, and it wiped my board. Um, I couldn't come back from that, and he beat me. After that loss, I I honestly took it pretty hard. Um, I fell ranks. I got all the way down to rank two, two stars. So what? That's I lost eight games. Um, I might have won a couple in there. I don't know how many that was out of, but I went down eight stars. Um, and that night, honestly, um, it was hard. It was emotionally very hard because I felt like I was about to do something I've been wanting to do for so long, and it was taken from me by a what I had perceived as randomness. I know Hearthstone is all about randomness, and that's what I love about it. And I've never really been phased when randomness has beaten me, just in any normal game. But when randomness beat me to keep me out of Legend, it hurt. It really hurt. That night, I actually uninstalled Hearthstone. Um, I realized I got to a point with this obsession of trying to get to Legend that it was affecting me emotionally and I couldn't function. Um, I even broke down and cried a little bit, honestly. Um, It was unlike anything I'd ever experienced. And my wife was so awesome. She just reassured me and she said, you know, you got this. You know, you maybe didn't get there today, but you can get there tomorrow. And she was so encouraging. Um, And this is weird getting kind of deep. You know, this is a video game. But this whole process has taught me so much about life and love. And I love my wife so much more through this process. She wasn't condescending oh, that's a stupid thing you're trying to do, trying to get Legend in a game. You're getting so emotional about it. Stop. No, she was so encouraging. She was saying, do one more game, babe. You can win it. I know you can. Um, And if you lose, that's okay. Just do another one. I know you're going to get there. And so rank two, two stars. The next morning, I started fresh. I told myself, I told my wife, you know, I'm going to play this morning. I'm not going to take it as seriously as I did the day before because I do not want to get to that mental that mental state again where it literally controlled me. And I started playing games. I won 7 games in a row. I think it was actually 8. I won 8 games in a row. I found myself back up to rank 1 three stars and I was I was feeling really good. I was very comfortable. I felt like I could make the push. Long story short, i got to rank one five stars four times no it was i got there five times i lost four of them i won the fifth one. fifth fifth time fifth time oh my gosh the the phonetics are coming back to get me fifth time is the charm i was like what's the word the winner fifth time is the winner that's the phrase and so what ended up keeping me out of Legend, so that first mage kept me out, then a rogue, because my deck has like a 20% win rate against rogue, it's basically an auto loss. Um, then I got there again, and another mage kept me out. That one I didn't lose by randomness, I just, I drew the top end of my curve. I started the game with two 10 mana cards, and I just couldn't come back from it. I got back up, and then I faced another rogue again, and they destroyed me. And, you know, getting to rank one five stars four times is and not winning is very disheartening but I really think that my mindset changed and I was I wasn't feeling the same amount of pressure that I was the day before Um, whereas the day before I only made it to rank one five stars once and the next day alone by not taking it as seriously trying to just have fun I was doing some household things while i was playing kind of trying to keep my mind off of it i made it to rank one five stars three times um and then i had a i lost one and then i beat a a warrior to get back to rank one five stars beating a warrior is so hard with mage and then i faced a paladin paladin was the last class that i played that got me into legend and he was playing murloc paladin my deck is so bad in my opinion, against Murloc Paladin. But the stars aligned, I drew perfectly. Everything he played, I actually had an answer for exactly when I needed it. And what made it so awesome is the turn that changed the game from being an even playing field to being in my favor for winning. I top deck, you can guess it, I top deck Reno the Relicologist reno jackson my favorite hearthstone character in a new new incarnation of his have himself in a card i top deck him he wipes the board of murlocs just Charmin ultra wipes those things and the board is clear and i'm looking forward from there i've got taunts i've got blizzard i've got Flame Strike. i got Fla- frost nova doomsayer i've got zilliax i've got so many tools to combat whatever he's got coming up that there's no way that i'm gonna lose um and that's when it really hit me and i actually at that point i turned my sound on i didn't realize for the last like two weeks i have been playing hearthstone with the sound off which is really weird because every time i play hearthstone i always have the sound on because i love all the voice lines the animations the spell effects um but i've been playing with the sound off And I don't know what that means, but I feel like I was able to really, um, just really concentrate on the game in front of me when the sound was off, because there wasn't the distractions. But as I was beating that Murloc Paladin, and it was kind of a, a sure thing that I was gonna win, I turned the sound on, and oh my gosh. I beat him, the screen changed the stars to legend, I hit legend. I entered in at rank, I think 896, which is 896 um, in the world um, on the NA server. Um, And oh my gosh, it felt so good to complete that final thing in Hearthstone that I had never completed. And it was always something in the back of my mind that if I'm being honest, was kind of taking away some of the enjoyment from playing Hearthstone because I've been playing for five years. And I put the expectation on myself that I'm good enough for Legend. I just didn't have the time to do it. And then, here we go, August 2019, I had the time. I didn't plan to have the time. I didn't mean to have the time. It just happened, which I think is just makes it that much better. And it even makes it that much better that I made it to Legend with probably my favorite deck of all time in Hearthstone. Um, Reno Jackson said it a million times has always been my favorite card the singleton no duplicates type deck has always been my favorite um and i found that mage is just the most fun it's what i was playing in wild up until the release of saviors of old doom and i thought it was awesome that my wild you know the theory of what my deck was in wild i could play in standard not with all the same cards but you know sub in the new ones for the ones i was using in wild and getting to legend with a deck that i love That I enjoy playing and not getting there with some deck that just Zerg rushes the opponent's face um, and I'm just playing it because I just want to get to Legend. To get to Legend on the backs of something that I deeply enjoy just feels that much better. And to top it off, I get into Legend, I queue into my first match, and I'm put up against Purple. The awesome thing about Legend rank is you are playing against other people that have made it to Legend. These are Hearthstone streamers. These are professional players. These are people that are very, very good at this game. And my first game was against Purple. To give a very brief background, Purple is a professional Hearthstone player. He's been playing for as long as I've been playing. He has won many legitimate broadcasted tournaments put on by Blizzard. This dude makes a living off of Hearthstone. It's his life. It's what he does. It's his job. I queue into Purple and I beat him. My first game in Legend, against a professional hearthstone player and I beat him that was so awesome and I told Ashton I said oh my gosh maybe he's streaming right now I hopped onto his stream and kind of rewinded it a little bit and sure enough it was actually him it wasn't just someone else called purple and it was so surreal to watch him play a game in legend and see my name in the top left Dr. Harrison and hear him talk about his reactions to my plays and eventually he just conceded um he was like i can't beat this deck and that was so cool so anyway that was my legend push and it feels so good i feel like now i don't know if it's tacky or dumb or whatever but i feel like a weight has been lifted off of my hearth zone i don't care what happens now i don't care if i don't make legend again ever i just wanted to get there once i now have the legend card back which you get for getting to legend It's tacky, I'm sure it's because I just got to Legend, but I'm putting it as my favorite card back and playing it all the time now. And it just feels really good um, to look at Hearthstone, know that I've, I've almost completed everything. I've gotten 12 wins in Arena. I've beaten Heroic Mode on all the solo adventure content. I have gotten to Legend. I have all the classes to level 60. I have all the classes, golden versions unlocked, except for Rogue. I just need about 50, 55 more wins with Rogue. So I'll be working on that. And that's, that's honestly my very last thing. And then I have every single thing in Hearthstone unlocked. Um, uh, you know, Besides having every single card in the game. But I don't need to have every single card in the game. Um, to get that, you basically just have to spend money. Um, and I have enough dust. And I do invest enough into the game that I get to make the stuff that I like. So it's really that golden Rogue. And then I'm in. You know, getting to Legend in Standard, there's no difference between that and getting to Legend in Wild. I don't really feel the need to get to Legend in Wild. Even if they were to release, you know, a new Wild Legend card back, that'd be really cool. That'd be cool for people that do that. Um, I'm fine with just being a Legend player on the Standard ladder. And there we go. I did it. And I am very much looking forward to hearing, I believe it's either next week or the week after... They said they will be releasing information on the solo adventure content that's coming out for Saviors of Old Doom. It is going to be called Tombs of Terror is all that we know. It's going to be another dungeon crawler type thing similar to um, the Great Heist, the Dalaran Heist. Um, So very much looking forward to that. That's going to be a lot of fun. I feel like I'm going to be able to enjoy that even more than this last one because honestly, every time I've been playing solo adventures, I love it. But at the back of my mind, I'm always thinking, I should be playing ranked, I, I wanna get to Legend. And I did it, I feel so good, it's, it's crazy. And I did some crazy things along the way, like I've, I felt like my deck was missing something, and there was one card, Stargazer Luna, which is a Mage Legendary, which I didn't have, and so I just put in a different card, an equivalent in my mind, and it, it wasn't working as well, and so what happened is I went into my collection My golden Hogger from the classic classic set, one of the first goldens I ever made, just because I like Hogger as a character. I disenchanted him so that I could make Stargazer Luna. And it was at that point where I told myself, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it to Legend. And it feels so good. It feels so great. Um, So that's kind of where I've been with Hearthstone. Um, You know, I could get into things talking about Zephyrus the Great. I don't think I even talked about him on the show but he was definitely one of the stars of my Highlander deck and my, my push to Legend. I think next episode, I'm going to break down my deck, uh, what I got to get to Legend, go through the different pieces of it. I think that would be a lot of fun. Uh, so anyway, let's end this off with a good joke. Which animal is the least trustworthy? Which animal is the least trustworthy cheetahs see you later guys